0: What I've learned is freedom comes at a cost of paying attention to what you need to thrive. So take a moment, breathe into your heart and remind yourself, you can be free now. Your presence presenting your blessings. Welcome to Super Bloom. In today's episode, we're diving deep into the topic of embracing authenticity and letting go of settling for anything less than what you truly deserve. If you're comfortable with complacency, this episode is definitely not for you. Throughout this episode, we'll uncover what you might be sacrificing by keeping your true self hidden. My intention for this episode is for you to experience genuine happiness by embracing your authenticity. By the end of this episode, you'll emerge with profound insights, practical tools, and clear next steps for your transformative journey ahead. You'll foster a deeper sense of self-trust and belonging knowing you're a part of this vibrant super bloom community remember you're not alone on this path i'm here for you every step of the way so feel free to reach out to me in my dms or my email whether you have questions or simply want to share the thoughts that surfaced during your listening journey your growth matters and your journey towards authenticity is supported by this community and me Okay, so let's get into it and let that light shine on your authentic self so you can bloom into you. Nothing's stopping me from being all I dream. Of. I'm going to share with you eight empowering strategies to reclaim your personal power and embrace an authentic life. Dive into these practices for just 48 hours and witness the incredible blessings that unfold through the changes you're inviting into your journey. Number one, unveiling social conditioning. Explore societal norms and expectations and the conditionings and the programming that are most likely masking your authentic self. So I want you to use these two tools to shed those layers. The first one is self-reflective journaling. This can be a practice where you get to explore your beliefs and your values and even your behaviors. So set aside some time to write about experiences in your life, situations where you felt like compelled to think or act a certain way due to what you've been taught or due to what you feel is the quote normal way to react or respond to a situation. When you take time to reflect on these, the actions you took and whether they align with your true self or were they influenced by an external expectation. Growing in a consistent practice with this will really, really let a lot of these patterns that may be coming from your subconscious to emerge. This is going to help you identify what parts of your life are still being controlled by social conditioning. This is only going to create space for your authenticity to really shine through. And it all starts with the awareness. That's the first step towards shedding those layers. The second thing is question assumptions. I want you to develop a habit of questioning the assumptions you hold about yourself and others and the world around you. And whenever you notice a thought or a behavior, I want you to ask yourself, is this thought or action based on my genuine beliefs or is it influenced by societal conditioning? When you challenge your assumptions and challenge the validity of your assumptions, you are going to be able to then do proper research and educate yourself about like, where are these coming from? And what societal norms have I been subscribing to that I just no longer align with? It's a really, really powerful way to reclaim who you are like to your core. By questioning these assumptions, you're also creating a mental space to evaluate whether they resonate with who you are now. There's past versions of you that may have really been supported by some of these societal norms or conditionings or programs. But as you're changing and as your character is developing in this life, it's important that you take time to question if what you are doing and choosing every day is in alignment with who you are now. The second strategy is releasing fear and self-doubt. I'll just take a deep breath for this one. (laughs) I want to first talk about a few different fears that are really common that could be surfacing for you when you even think about trying to embrace your authenticity. The fear of rejection, just simply not being accepted for who you are. And if you were to show up in the world as who you feel you truly are to your core, the fear of being rejected as that is enough to hold us back from embracing our authenticity. The second fear that is super common is the fear of vulnerability. Being able to open up and be vulnerable can be so intimidating as it exposes us to the possibility of emotional hurt and rejection. And that just really doesn't feel good when you're expressing yourself from a really vulnerable space. But don't worry because there's going to be tools to help you move through that limiting belief. The third common fear is fear of abandonment. This is the fear that others might leave us if they see our authentic selves. And this can lead to people-pleasing behaviors. So it's really, really important that we're mindful of if the fear of abandonment is controlling our behaviors. If that fear resonates with you, if you feel like, wow, I have cultivated people-pleasing tendencies because the fear of abandonment, I want to invite you to my webinar that I'll be launching really, really soon. So please keep an eye on my socials because it's going to really be all about how to embrace your authenticity without fearing rejection, cultivating courage and overcoming people-pleasing. So if this is you, please, please, please keep your eyes out because this webinar is going to be filled with so many nuggets of wisdom, practical tools, and direct support to get you to overcome these tendencies and this reaction to fear. Next is the fear of losing control. When we're embracing authenticity, this means letting go of control over how others perceive us, which can be really unsettling for some people. But I think when we really work through this fear, we realize we were trying to control something we really never had control of from the start. And so there's a sense of peace in recognizing that when we can surrender and when we can release that fear of losing control, when we can embrace ourselves and not worry about how others are going to perceive us because we're coming from a place of love, we're coming from a place of our truth, we can feel more settled in that expression. Lastly, I want to bring up the fear of change. Stepping into your authentic self often requires change, which can evoke fear of the unknown and uncertainty. I want to acknowledge that when we can accept the unknown is going to be a constant in our life. We are constantly going to be making changes and choices that open ourselves up to unknown, the unknown realm of possibilities, opportunities, and also the way we get to express ourselves. But I want to invite a sense of peace with the understanding that we are showing up and welcoming the unknown with a deep sense of knowing. We're not coming to this place of infinite unknown with nothing. We're not like empty. We, I mean, we can tap into that emptiness if that's like that's in its own practice. But all of your life experiences, all of the choices you've made up until that point of stepping deeper into the unknown, you've gathered, you've harvested knowing. You have wisdom, you have knowledge, you have information about yourself and about your patterns, especially if you're going to do the work and these practices I'm offering you, you'll recognize, wow, I can accept the unknown because I feel confident in my deep sense of knowing. Okay, so now let's get into the third strategy deconstructing perfectionism. I deeply, deeply, deeply have been challenged by the impact of perfectionism on my authenticity and self expression. I feel like I want to constantly become the best version of me before showing up and being seen. And this has really limited me in showing up in the world and enjoying the blessings that are available for me in that moment. I wasn't able to learn as I go. I wasn't exercising the muscle. I wasn't stepping up to bat. And that right there had a huge impact on me becoming this ideal version of me. I thought I had to think it through. I thought I had to make it all make sense, this version of this perfect me before showing up into the world. But the reality is the world's reflection was going to help refine me, was going to help to teach me who I am. It's those interactions when you step into spaces, when you are being seen and heard that unlock new wisdom for you. So I want to invite you right now to take a big deep breath with me and we're going to take a little moment of self-reflection. So let's take a big inhale in and exhale out. (sighs) I want you to ask yourself, how has perfectionism impacted the way you show up in the world? Remembering that awareness is the first step to making space and letting go. Beautiful, thank you for that reflection. This leads us right into number four, letting go of past identities. In this life, we wear many hats. We have many roles and we navigate many relationships and experiences that shape our identity. So it's so important that we release attachments to outdated identities that make it hard to invite new growth and new experiences into our life. When we are thinking about all the different versions of us, It doesn't mean that we have to shame these versions that we feel we might have outgrown or are no longer able to be served by or be in service to. It's really more about understanding that we can be complete in these roles. We can be complete with these relationships and experiences and thank them. Thank the people involved. Thank the version of you that showed up in that moment. Understanding, though, that you no longer have to be attached to that. That change is welcomed. And yes, it may be painful. Yes, it may be hard and confusing. But I know that if you can move through that heavier emotion, you are going to come out on the other side so much more free and ready to elevate And step even further into your role in this world and your role in your relationships and be so much more deeply nourished by your experiences. Number five, authentic communication. There is an art of authentic communication. When we are trying to express our thoughts and our feelings and our desires genuinely while navigating the potential challenges that could come up, it's important that you have some sort of structure that works for you that you can always use in any situation to express yourself openly and authentically. And I want you to think about that. Do you have a framework of communication that no matter what emotions are coming up for you, no matter what challenges may arise, you have a framework that helps you navigate conversation. And if you do not, please reach out because I have resources I'd love to share with you on how to use a framework in really any situation to authentically communicate your thoughts, feelings, and desires. Number six. Rediscovering passions. Oftentimes life is moving so fast and we have to remember to reconnect with forgotten or suppressed passions that can lead to a more authentic life. I remember when I let my music and my singing take the back burner because I thought I had to prioritize other things in my life at that moment, which it felt good to make that decision, but over a little span of time, I recognized that suppressing my passion of singing was really, really masking a version of me that felt most authentic. I really felt kind of separated from a self of me that I feel most supported by. And it was in the moment when I started to sing again and weave my passion into my commitments that reignited My interest in really what I was working on. It brought this deeper sense of interest. It brought this deeper sense of curiosity because I was living from a place of passion and I wasn't suppressing me. I was acknowledging what brings me more fulfillment in this life and what allows me to feel powerful and expressed and it really did have a direct impact on the commitments I was making. Um, Yeah, I just felt like my quality of life definitely increased when I rediscovered my passions and took action on reconnecting with that version of me. In this moment, just think about what are some passions that you might have forgotten about or suppressed or you feel like there's not enough room in your life right now to actively enjoy those passions what comes to mind for you and if you're thinking oh i don't i don't have any passions or i can't think about anything think about what brought you joy as a child what what did you just in like love doing because oftentimes whatever brought us joy and peace as a child can still have that effect on us even as we grow through our personhood. And just acknowledging these passions and just like me, you can create space in your life by letting go of limiting beliefs or all that we're talking about to create that space for your passions to be present in your life today. Number seven. Breaking free from comparison. This is super, super, super important to address because this habit of comparing oneself to others is super destructive. And I think it's happening more than ever right now because of the digital information age we're living in. Every angle, there's people's stories and photos and videos and content and these stories we're creating about people. And subconsciously, there can be comparison happening. But the thing is, we can shift and let go of comparison and embrace individuality. We can see people's stories and rather than completely You know, rejecting ourselves or finding ourselves feeling more shame and guilt, we can tap into being grateful to witness someone in their expression and allow it to empower us to embrace who we are, our uniqueness. Number eight self care and authenticity. Self-care practices and authenticity share a really deep and intricate connection, as taking care of yourself is a vital aspect of embracing who you truly are. So I'm going to share with you three ways that you can tap into self-care routine and cultivate a deeper understanding of your needs and desires. So let's use an example of a mindful morning ritual. Okay, right now, imagine you're starting your day with a mindful morning ritual. You wake up a little bit earlier than usual, allowing yourself the luxury of time. And as you embark on this ritual, you engage in activities that nourish your body, mind, and soul. You start off with mindful movement and moving your body, allowing the energy to flow through you, moving through any stagnant energy, and just waking up your body. You then have a nourishing breakfast, really, really, really allowing your body to feel loved and energized for your day ahead. And then you set intentions, create this roadmap for your day, clearing space for what you want to accomplish and for what spirit, God, this higher power wants to bring through you that day. By consistently practicing a mindful morning ritual like the one I just walked through, you're nurturing your authentic self. You're cultivating a deeper understanding of your needs and desires because you're giving yourself permission to explore what truly matters to you. And this ritual invites you to check in with yourself. It literally creates a space for reflection and setting intentions that align with your values. And over time, as you practice this, these actions become part of your self-care routine. Supporting your journey towards living an authentic life literally becomes a part of your self-care routine. It's so beautiful. I love that. So again, mindful movement, nourishing breakfast, and setting intentions. Try that for the next three days and just see what happens. See how you feel. See how your days unfold differently than they were before. And I'd love to hear about what you recognize. What are some of the changes you see and feel? So make sure you can comment your experience and we can really deepen the sense of community by sharing what we're experiencing as we're trying these new rituals and practices. Before we go into the next segment of this episode, I wanna share with you one more bonus strategy on how to reclaim your power. And that is embracing vulnerability. You may be thinking, vulnerability, power? How do those two go together? And the truth is, When you have moved through the fears, some of the fears we talked about earlier in this episode, like the fear of rejection, fear of vulnerability, the fear of abandonment, fear of losing control, the fear of change, if you are already moving through those, practicing how to navigate when those come up, you will feel the power that you have being able to express from a vulnerable space. And recently, I was able to embrace my vulnerability even in my space of this inward space this hermit mode and yes there was some fear of this change the fear of changing my story of changing my habit because we can't destroy a habit we have to replace it and so I was tired I was tired of feeling like I had to hold my truth in I was feeling like I was exhausted by not being able to express myself fully and authentically, especially in these moments. Like I knew being inward was not a bad thing. I knew that becoming more of in that hermit mode and just using my own energy to navigate whatever's coming up for me, it's okay to be in those places. And I also knew the importance of informing the people in my impact circle of where I'm at so there's less space for making stories and there's less space for people to try to understand me when I'm in that place I can just inform them so that they have their energy focused on them rather than trying to like understand how to navigate this dynamic with me because my previous relationship when I would try to do that and inform him I was Rejected and like really being like shamed, I stopped doing it. And recently I was able to break through that, move through the fear of change and express myself. I was so well received. And when I eventually was able to reflect, that was the first time I've been able to do that. He said, Wow, it seemed so natural. Like I'm shocked that that was your first time being able to express yourself when you were in that more inward space. And I said, it was so natural because it was the real me. It was authentic me being expressed. And that just unlocked something there. I realized that when we are free from all of these things, when we can work through everything we're talking about, all these different strategies of reclaiming your power, you realize that it becomes so easy to be authentic. Something that was such a challenge becomes such a gift and such a blissful place of being. And it really is natural because it's you. It's the true you. And that moment was just huge for me. And it just really made me so excited to share that with you and share this episode with you because it is a deep prayer that everyone can feel the freedom of their authentic self and live in that every day, no matter what challenges arise. Not showing up for yourself and practicing these strategies of letting go They can have significant repercussions on your well-being and personal growth. So here are five things you're risking by neglecting these practices. The first one is missed opportunities. Refusing to let go may keep you from experiencing new adventures and relationships and personal transformations. Number two, hindered relationships. If you're reluctant to let go of toxic relationships, you can hinder your ability to form healthy and authentic connections with others. Number three, self-discovery roadblocks. If you're unwilling to release the old, you may find it difficult to embark on a journey of self-discovery and self-awareness. Number four, health impacts. Holding on to stress and anxiety and negative emotions can negatively impact your physical health and this can contribute to various health issues and I think it's very interesting how our mental health has a direct influence on our physical health and vice versa. Number five, blocked creativity. Holding on to rigid ideas and past experiences can block your creativity and innovation and this can really limit your problem-solving abilities. So if you're tired of experiencing and sacrificing these things like your experiences and relationships and your creativity and your health, then make sure you really take note about those eight practical strategies to make sure you are being the best advocate for yourself, your health, and really taking control over your life. So that wraps up the eight empowering strategies and a little bonus one on how you can reclaim your power and step into your authenticity, as well as the five things you're risking by neglecting these practices. I want to really, really, really emphasize how important it is that you integrate this information so this can be sustainable change. And this really comes down to who you have as your support and your guide while you are integrating these new practices and mindsets into your daily life. So I want to invite you into a six-week program I'll be putting out. In September of 2023, it's called The Authentic Self and it will be a online program where we dive deeper into these topics where you will be able to continue to do this work as an individual and then come together in these community coaching calls to really amplify and support you on your journey. It's important to recognize that letting go is not about forgetting or dismissing the past. Rather, it's about releasing what no longer serves you in order to create space for growth, authenticity, and a much more fulfilling life. I understand that this episode may have stirred up a lot within you, and it's important to recognize that sustainable change requires ongoing support. To make this journey towards authenticity a lasting transformation, I encourage you to offer yourself the support you deserve. So connect with me on social media and stay informed about upcoming webinars, courses, and resources that will provide you with valuable tools and insights. If you're seeking more personalized guidance, I currently have five spots remaining for my one-on-one coaching sessions. Many individuals are showing interest, so I do recommend submitting your application soon to secure your spot so we can start to create a tailored plan that best suits your needs right now. There's a lot of exciting things on the horizon, so keep an eye out for upcoming live events in LA, like The Authentic Self, where we'll dive even deeper into this transformative journey. Additionally, I'm so excited to announce that The Authentic Self will also be an online six-week container that I'll be launching in September of 2023. This container will offer a comprehensive and guided experience to support your path to authenticity. I want you to remember that your commitment to embracing your authentic self is a remarkable step towards positive change and your growth is worth investing in. And I'm here to provide the guidance and resources you need. So let's continue this journey together and create a more authentic and fulfilling life for you. Feel free to Explore further by clicking the link provided in this podcast description. On my website, you'll discover a wealth of information about the services I offer and details about the application process. Your transformation begins with taking that next step, and I'm here to provide the guidance and resources you need. Thank you so much for tuning into Super Bloom. I'm Hava, and it has been an absolute pleasure to guide you through this episode. Remember, you're not alone on this journey, and your commitment to embracing your authentic self is a beautiful step towards personal growth. With an abundance of love, I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Until next time, take care and stay true to you. You can be free now, your presence presenting your blessings. Yeah, you can be free now, your blessings empower your essay. You can be. You can be. You can be free.